This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Vahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 99 for the week of September 13th, 2015. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Once again, we appreciate everybody who tunes in each week and listening to us. We are so happy that, you know, you guys continue to to listen and continue to interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. It really means a lot. And we love that you guys are leaving us iTunes reviews, you know, that, that, you know, that goes a long way, you know, each week, especially allowing us to get noticed for uh, more people on iTunes too. So we get um, in the top 300 of travel and places in, in iTunes, which is a really good thing for us. So, you know, we just want to say thank you for tuning in and it's been a lot of fun and we're just so happy we've got to meet and, and talk with so many of our listeners out there who've become, many of you become friends as well. So we're just happy for that. Um, but on this week's show, you know, we um, we posted a question on Facebook and Twitter about um, some of your favorite meals that you've had in Walt Disney World. So we're going to talk about this actually this week. You know, our favorite, some of the favorite meals that we've had in Walt Disney World. I'm going to let Alan take it away and see what he's had that he thinks is some one of his favorite meals he's ever had in Walt Disney World. Alan, go ahead. Well, I mean, I've got I've got three that immediately come to my mind uh, as far as just being just excellent meals and memorable meals uh all for kind of various reasons but i'll start with uh, the, the first one is uh Narcusis, actually at the grand floridian the very first time we ever ate there it was on the trip that i proposed to my friend and wife and that whole trip you know we got the buttons you know just, just engaged although actually back then they didn't have just engaged uh, buttons so we took just married buttons and we took a marker and we marked through married and wrote engaged nice because uh, <laughs> they didn't good. have just engaged it was early on in that like pin thing that they were gotcha. doing where they had all the buttons for everything so we wore those and and that really it really kind of worked out you know everywhere we went we'd get something a free glass of champagne or a free you know appetizer something like that. but anyway we got the narcoosies we had a late reservation at narcoosies it was maybe about I think we had like an 8.30 reservation, and we got there, and they were like, you know, table's ready, but would you rather sit down and have a seat at the bar and get a drink, uh, and then we'll seat you? Sure, that sounds great. So we went, we sat at the bar, the bartender, I don't remember his name now, that was so many years ago, but he was such a, a great guy. He made a great mojito, first of all. Uh, but he was really nice. He was he was pleasant with us. Uh, so we had, we had our drinks, and then we went, we uh, went back up to the, the stand, and where the hostess was and I said, okay, well, we're ready to sit down. She said, well, actually, you know what? Um, uh, holiday wishes. Cause it was during Christmas uh, or right before Christmas holiday wishes is about to start. Do you guys want to go out on the, 
on the little balcony and you want to watch Wishes, they pump the music in and then that's over, we'll sit you at your table and okay, sure, great. So then we went out, we watched Holiday Wishes from you know the, the kind of balcony boardwalk area of Narcoosies. And we finally we sat down, you know, this is like 30 minutes after we were supposed to sit down and it was all at the suggestion of the hostess. They were just really, you know, great to kind of make those suggestions and let us have our, our meal. Uh, then we got free champagne. That was nice. Uh, and then just the overall meal. I mean, we were, there was like three couples in the restaurant at this point because it was kind of late at night. It was us and, and two other tables. So it was quiet. Uh, the server was attentive and just the food was fantastic. I think I had uh, surf and turf, which was filet and lobster tail. Uh, but you know, it was great. The atmosphere was great because it was quiet. It was very kind of dark and secluded there in the restaurant. It was just us. It was just such a great experience uh, that I remember for, for all of those reasons. So that's the first one that I came up with. Yeah, that's great because that's one of those things that is just, I guess in a way, it's like a magical moment in a way um, that you don't find in other places that you go to. It just happens in Disney. They, you know, they went out of their way and they threw you out on the balcony so you guys can have some private time, you know, and watch Wishes. So, you know, that's something you're not going to find in other places. And it just, you know, and that's a memory that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. It's all, you know, where else can that happen? You know, you know, maybe there's other parks or I'm sure there's places that, you know, something similar could happen, but it's not going to be wishes. But um, it just ma- does make a difference when it's a small thing like that goes a long way for you. You know, that's also too. you know, what truly does like set Disney apart from other theme parks restaurants it's that at high bar of like of hospitality that they set i've never experienced that anywhere else yeah i know it's true but you know the one thing is that you can't go in expecting something like that to happen i think that's a lot of a lot of a problem with a lot of people that they expect that magical things that are going to just happen to them and it's it really it isn't it doesn't happen it's not that very common that something like that'll happen they don't do it to everybody, so really it is. It's just like a magical moment that's going to happen to you. It is. I mean, I, I think I've I've always had good guest services or customer service or whatever you want to call it, but the the really magical moments are there's there's a few in my in mind, and and those have been fantastic. But it's not like every time I go, I have some magical moment that I remember for the rest of my life, you know, or at least not. I mean, I have memories, but, you know, something that a cast member does that stands out doesn't happen all the time. And you right. can't expect it to. I mean, these cast members are dealing with hundreds of thousands of people a day. And the fact that they don't bite your head off is, you right. know, it's fantastic. And the fact that they can just be polite is good enough. Uh, and, and I get great guest service. I mean, I've never, I can't say never. I'm sure I have, but for the most part, I never have any bad service down there. But you can't go looking for these special magical moments because then they're not as magical anyway. Right. So one of my favorite meals that I've ever had was back, I think, at 2002, 2003, something along those lines. My wife and I went to Cinderella's Castle for dinner, and this is before you know it was the the meet and greet for Cinderella. You know there was. You didn't. You didn't have the the set menu. You know, it wasn't like a whatever it is the family family style meals or, or whatever it is now. You know, Cinderella. The only time Cinderella was there, she once in a while she was downstairs in the lobby greeting people. 
Um, she wasn't upstairs. She was never upstairs. You know, she was just downstairs. So um, we had gotten seated right in front of the the windows there so we can watch and, and see the people around the carousel, which was amazing. You know, we had always thought about going and having a meal there, and we absolutely loved it. We enjoyed it so much. This was back, you know, um, when they would do, I think they did like pizza, not pizza, pretzel bread as an appetizer. There was like little dipping things in it. And we had a meal that we've tried to replicate for years. And it's a, it was like a three cheese pasta. Actually, it was like a four cheese pasta. It was cooked with three different cheeses. And then um, it was a penne with um, basil. And there was goat cheese that was sprinkled on top after they brought the plate to you. And it was so good. You know, we... It was just back when we wanted to try to get the uh, recipe for it, and they wouldn't give the recipe for it. And I just wish that we could have had it. We've my mother-in-law actually tries to replicate the recipe, and we still enjoy it how she makes it. But it's it's just not the same. I just wish you know Disney still had that somewhere on property. I'd go back in a second to have it, and it was so good. And it just it's just one of those things where like we're a meal. And it wasn't the cast members, it was the meal and the atmosphere where we were sitting and watching people get on on and off the carousel and enjoying this pasta dish that we love so much. And that's something my both my wife and I, you know, can remember forever. And every time we have this meal that my one of makes, it instantly brings us back to sitting there and seeing the carousel. And I just I, I just wish that the restaurant would go back to like those times where it was um it wasn't about the princess, it was more about the atmosphere, you know. You know what I'm trying to say? I think too. I mean, you know, that you always have those meals that bring back memories and stuff. But it's also, you know, it's nice that Disney changes up the menus and switches things up because then kind of like forces you to try other things and make new family memories and stuff that I have attachments with are mostly, you know, um, like snacks and stuff that's always available instead of like a special meal that we get time after time. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it's not. I mean, the characters are nice, but it, it's it, it's not a, it's not about the characters. I mean, the, the really memorable meal. I mean, if you have kids, it's about the characters. But you're, you know, for me, I don't have kids. The, the characters are just nice, but it's it's about everything that's involved: the food, the atmosphere, the cast member. You know the the server, or whatever, and that's that's that that that's that's what's important to me. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, it's with me too. I mean, being a chef and working in restaurants and you know, resorts and hotels and and stuff, I I kind of have a different appreciation, I think, for how you know restaurants work and how the service ought to be. It's not you know that I'm overly picky, um, but I do understand a little better what the staff goes through and stuff and i really do appreciate it more when i do i have a good experience um because i know what it takes to truly give somebody like a wonderful like food service experience i think one of my favorites my wife and i like our park hounds mainly i mean you know we we go um to the parks and stay in the parks and mostly uh do uh counter service and quick meals once in a while, we take time for like a nice uh, sit-down meal. Like one of the memorable ones for me was on our trip in 2014. We met up with my cousin who um, I hadn't seen in 
a long, long time, and she's a local down there now. We actually we took and met up at Beaches and Cream. It's at the Boardwalk, because I had heard, you know, such wonderful things about it. Like, and I had was an open-faced roast sandwich with, uh, like, a big scoop of homemade mashed potatoes and, like, a strawberry milkshake. And it was really, really good and worth every penny. We sat at the counter there and, you know, kind of had, you know, that old um, diner experience. And, you know, we sat there for a good two hours just hatching up and telling stories. And it was really, really cool. Yeah, being able to sit with your family, I mean, that can... Just being there, being with your family, that can overcome. Because even if, I mean, the food was probably good because it was beaches and cream, but even if food had just been mediocre, sometimes sitting with your family and just being able to, to be with your loved ones in a, in a place like that is, is good enough. I, I have similar at Ohana. I mean, Ohana, I enjoy Ohana, don't get me wrong, but you know, specifically we were there. It was my wife and I and, and our friend Sarah, who's the one who introduced us, and, uh, and her her roommate that they both work at Disneyland, so they were in Florida. Don't get to see them obviously uh, a lot because they're they live in California and we live here. Uh, and then our friend Sarah's parents were there. It was just the six of us just sitting around at the table at Ohana and you know eating and laughing and having a good time. And that's just a great memory, great meal. Uh, but anyway, to to move it right along, uh, my second mem- uh, my second best or favorite meal um, that I've ever had was at Jico. Uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, it was the trip we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time, and uh, we went down there. We had a late reservation again, uh, and we actually got sat in the. They have like a little wine room that is kind of separate from the rest of the dining room, so we were in there, and it's it's quiet in there, and there's only a handful of tables really, and it was uh, kind of secluded, so it was just the two of us, and we had the best waitress I've ever had at a Disney restaurant, bar none. Uh, she was attentive but not too attentive she knew that menu inside and out uh she was really good you know my i think i've told the story before you know my wife wanted to uh to try some some various wines and neither one of us really wine drinkers so she brought out a couple glasses and kind of a couple of uh glasses and bottles and made some suggestions and let us sample some before you know we chose what the one we wanted to drink uh, you know, and, and when I say sample, I mean they were pretty good samples. They were like half glasses, basically, uh, and that you know she had charges for those things, and she was great. I, I had heard about the macaroni and cheese Jico, but they wasn't on the menu. But I said, you know, can I have that anyway? She took care of that. Just a really great experience. The food's fantastic at Jico. Still one of my favorite restaurants on property. Um, so you add in the great food, the atmosphere, and just a fantastic server. It it really made for probably my second favorite meal on property ever well that's great so the cat once again the cast members went out of their way for you and made it a magical experience so that's great exactly yeah well that's like uh my next choice um we went down to uh, the coral reef and we had uh this incredible meal and it was it was a, it was a late dinner it was right before illuminations had started so it was one of the last seatings there and i think there was only like at this time this is like before free dining and all that so it wasn't that busy so we had sat down, you know, they said, you know, you could, basically you could choose where you want to sit. So we sat right up against the um, the glass there so we can see the fishes. And, you know, they said to us, they said, um, you know, here's the menu. But um, because it's so late in the day, you know, the chef would like to know if you'd be willing to, 
just if just have the the chef choose anything for you so we were like okay sure whatever you know we were hungry anyway so it was like they basically gave us like a six course meal that was like soup it was multiple appetizers um they gave uh this great bread with all these dippings for it and then we had um multiple different types of fish to eat like small portions like which you know completely filled us because we were sitting there you know they were they they were slowly bringing stuff out for us, but I don't know if it was like just like leftover pieces of what they had, but what like we had like um, mahi mahi and and um, there was salmon and then there was um, I don't I want to say like kingfish or something like that and, and um, crab and we just ended up getting so much food they weren't huge portions but it's like like we said it's like the cast members went out of their way and just did all these things like we had got. A, um, a glass of wine ended up getting like two glasses free. So I don't know what it was that, that, that made it happen, but it was just an incredible experience for us. And, um, I, you know, going back to the coral reef after that would, it's never <laughs> going to be the same. But, um, you know, just because that, that just that, like, once again, one of those moments that the cast members went out of their way, you know, inside the kitchen and outside the kitchen made it a memorable experience for us. Not to burst your bubble, but that was probably just all the stuff that was left that they didn't want to wrap up and put. Probably, which is fine. Hey, bubble burster, that's not cool. <laughs> but you know, it was totally fine. They charged us. They, they charged us whatever. It, they didn't upcharge us for anything. It was like um, right. middle of the road meal anyway. But we got so much food, so like I didn't care. You know, it was great. Yeah. And he and he didn't make it like what was prepared on the menu either. So. He changed it up a little bit, which was made it even better to me. You know, yeah, it's I was like, just messing with you, but just, no, that's okay. I don't mind. It's like, Way to go, it's jerk! Like the origin, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the origins of the chef salad. It was just whatever it was laying around. You know, they threw on top of a salad, and right. Uh, that was actually the food it, they were but... throwing out, Sean. But they gave it to you, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> That's basically what Keith is saying. Yeah, that's fine. No, I hey, Keith, why don't you tell us about your other memorable meal so Sean and I can poo-poo on it? Go ahead. Okay, well. I bet you about artist. Did I ruin it for you? Because that's what you just did for Sean. <laughs> Actually, my next choice was uh, a turkey a leg. 50s primetime. No, it, it was a 50s primetime <laughs> to studios. The, at primetime, I think it's more about the experience than the food. Although, yeah, because the food, food is there, microwaved. We all know that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they truck it in from uh, like yes, a KFC on I 4. But <laughs> experience in 50s prime time. I mean, everyone's aware. Servers, you know, they, they come around and stuff and tell you to get your elbows off the table. And, you know, if you don't eat your vegetables, you can't have a dessert. Heard some stories about how they make you um, hold a sugar packet with your nose against the wall, um, which uh, I would never do. Um, but uh, if it's all apart, wait, what? The they fun. I've never heard that one before. What? I can't remember where I heard it, but someone had to stand like up against hit the wall and hold a sugar packet with their nose for like like two minutes or something for doing something wrong. Um, huh? I never heard that before. That's funny. Yeah, um, which which uh, you would be pretty. Uh, <laughs> this would have to get a staff of people to force me for that one. But I did get a fried chicken dinner there, 
which is humongous. I mean, it's like a half a chicken. It's fried just perfectly, and then uh, you get the sides with it, um, which are humongous portions, too. So if you do eat there, skip a breakfast and lunch because the portions are huge. It's a fun time, and that was one of the few times where I didn't really mind a, a snarky waiter. Would you like some snarky podcast hosts? Um, actually, I have those already, so I would have to turn in the ones I have up for new ones. So, no. <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere there—it's a bit. I mean, that's obviously a big part of eating there. Uh, you know, that comfort food is is a, is a big deal. And then the atmosphere, the fun. So. Uh, but the last one, and, and I'll make this one quick because I know you know we've got a lot of listener responses to go through, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap mine up real fast. But an obvious choice, if you've ever been there, Victorian Alberts, I mean, to do this kind of a list and not mention Victorian Alberts if you've been there is kind of not going to happen. I mean, Victorian Alberts, it's, it's an event. It's an experience. The food is amazing. The service is amazing. I mean, just over the top everything is over the top and they they escort you in they 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 sit you down they when you get up they escort you to the bathroom they don't go in with you thankfully but they do escort you (laughs) to the bathroom uh when i came back i had a new napkin they took the old napkin away because maybe i got food on it and i had a brand new one that was draped over my chair uh you know you have two servers at your table that that kind of work together and it's like eight or nine courses i think i can't remember it's just it's an event and it's amazing and even if you're one of those people and you say well that's not really my thing you know i'm not a fancy person i get that i i I understand that but uh, i know people who claim that they aren't fancy people but have done victorian alberts and said what i'm not a fancy person but that was amazing if you can afford it and if you can get a reservation do it you'll be so glad you did. That's all I have to say about Victorian Alberts. Yeah, that's on my list of places to try. Um, haven't tried it yet. Came close last year, but um, you know, certainly one of these days when my kids are probably a little bit older, we'll definitely venture over there. Yeah, yeah there only uh, kids in there. That's a bucket list meal for us. It's one of those things that if I do eat there, it's like want to do the chef's table. I can't see going there and just doing you know like a regular table. Uh, yeah, hopefully when Keith knowing goes there, the sorry, hopefully Keith, yeah. when you go there, you the, the head chef is sick and the sous chef takes over so you don't get the real experience. <laughs> That's rude. I'll just walk back <laughs> there. For the record, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do chef's table. It was still pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, but I do want to go I'm back. Sure and do it chef's is, but it's like as much as you have heard about it. And and sitting there knowing that like a few feet away is the chef's table. It'd be right. kind of hard to just to get a regular table there, but it's definitely like a milestone meal, you know, for like an anniversary or something, you know, that this would warrant spending, you know, that, that type of money for meal. Right. So my um, last one isn't necessarily about the food for us, but it was just a great experience. It was actually at Ohana's and my son was one year, one and a half at the time. And my son was allergic to dairy when he was, um, when he was younger. So everything, you know, we're really picky about the things he ate. So, um, the, you know, the chef came over and said, you know, he can eat this and he can eat that and he can eat that. So, you know, we're sitting there, you know, having our meal and my son had gotten the pot stickers. You know, Keith doesn't, he's never experienced Ohana's, but 
that's one of the the things that they bring you out before your meal starts. You get noodles and pot stickers. We ate some of the noodles, but he kept eating the pot stickers. I don't know how many he had, like six or seven, and he was using both hands to eat these pot stickers and, and dipping it into the dipping sauce. <laughs> And the dipping sauce was all over his face. I have video of it. It was all over his face. He was smiling the whole time. I don't know if it was because he was enjoying the food, because he, you know, his the food that he was eating wasn't um, as extensive as his having these, you know, these things here. But um, it was all over his face, all over the high chair, all over his clothes. His hands were in it, and you know, we're constantly wiping him up. And the, you know, the, the the wait staff kept or the cousins there. They had to keep coming over and bringing warm towels for us so we can keep cleaning them. But it was just the funniest <laughs> thing. It was just a great meal, and we always talk about that when we go back to Ohana. Do you remember when Connor, you know, did this and he and he just loved it? And it was such a fun experience for us because. You know, it was rare for him to really enjoy a meal like that just because he kept eating the same things over and over again. It was, you know, chicken and, and stuff like that. So him having those pot stickers, man, he loved that. We just had one of the best meals we've ever had at Ohana's. That's an awesome story. I mean, I couldn't imagine like sitting there and not just burst out laughing and just to making a spectacle of it because it sounds just like a funny story but yeah how could you not i mean it's just and it's i'm like i'm like a neat freak in in a lot of ways i don't like having things on my face or my hands that are sticky or messy but you know at this point it was just like i just let them have fun and enjoy it well yeah i mean you can always you know take a towel and clean it up but the laughs and the video are priceless i think for my final one and i know talked about it on their shows but it was artist point to the, uh, the wilderness lodge the meal there was fantastic it's one of the the best overall meals that i think that i have ever had i mean it's top five for sure but it's just a very it's rustic but it's it's a nice uh setting it's quiet it's low lit it's very intimate uh for like a nice meal and we had a four-course meal, and I had everything from a venison loin to buffalo steak, and my wife had uh, cedar salmon, and I had um, a confit of pork belly with a quail egg on top, which was, oh my god, it was amazing. And so from just like top to bottom, the whole experience was matched with the excellent food we had there. Yeah, now I'm hungry, thanks. Anytime, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Artist Point is a place I've always wanted to eat. We just haven't gotten over there. One of these trips, we're going to go. Because I've always heard it's it's really great. It is. Right, I mean, so is that every, yeah. that's it for everybody? That's it for me. Yep, we're okay. good to go. Yep, that was for me. I mean, I had other ones, but those are the three that really stick out in my head. So, uh, But we do have quite a few listener responses. Uh, I know we have a, a lot on Twitter, and there's some on Facebook, um, which I can't read because I'm not on Facebook. But I can read some of the ones on Twitter. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> the first one is from Hatbox Mouse, who goes by at Hatbox Mouse on Twitter. Uh, churros, chur, churros. Wow, I can't read. Churros, churros, churros. <laughs> Churros sautéed in rum at the Illumination Sparkling Dessert Party at Epcot. Uh, not a meal, but it was so good. Uh, yeah, I love churros and I love rum. It sounds amazing. I need to go to one of those uh, dessert parties. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I would, I would love to I'd probably eat them all. To try that. <laughs> Get out of my way. They are mine. Lay off me. I'm hungry. <laughs> Feed me. 
Next we have um, John Slash. La, y- y slash. I don't, sorry, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Forbidden Disco. The dining room at Wolfgang Puck. It was my first Disney meal, and I will never forget how wonderful the experience was. Cool. I've heard the dining room at Wolfgang Puck is pretty amazing. I, I've only I've been done to it. Wolfgang. I've only been to Express, which is really good for an ex, for Express. But I've heard the dining room is is really good. It's expensive, but I've heard it's good. Also, um, on Facebook uh, is Leanne Dollar, um, who's a good friend of the show. Um, she says um, there is a burger at the Grand Floridian um, Cafe with lobster. Um, also, you can't. Go wrong with uh, fish and chips at Cod. Um, I have not had that burger, but it sounds really, really good. And I do agree um, with the fish and chips at Epcot. Those are really good. Yeah, the fish and chips are good. Uh, next, we've got Jeff Leepak, uh, who goes by at Jeff Leepak on Twitter. Uh, his actual original response was NARC, which is pretty much right up Jeff's alley. Um, he's, I can't remember now what restaurant it was. It was somewhere out on 192 that he said is amazing. Oh, right, yeah. One of these trips I'm going to go. It's uh, Dan- Is it Daniels? Is that what it's called? Um, I can't remember now. Let me see. I find it really quick because I've heard it's a great restaurant from other people. Charlie's. Charlie's Steakhouse on 92. If you want to go off property, I've heard Charlie's Steakhouse is really good. Uh, anyway, his answer eventually uh, came out later. One of the best WDW meals he's ever had was a late-night make-your-own-pasta at the Riverside Food Court. Uh, and while I have not been to that one, I will say that the make-your-own-pasta at Landscape of Flavors at Art of Animation is really good. So not every meal has to be, like, big and fancy. Nope, doesn't. Next, we have Safari Mike, who is Jumbo, everyone, on um, Twitter. Jumbo. Chico, Jumbo, everyone. Chico Taste of Africa, short rib and wine. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chico does sound good. good. And short ribs are really a good, you know, they're done right. They're fantastic. And Matt Holly, um, who is the co-host of Dixie Landings Radio, Victoria and Halbert's uh, Chef's Table. That's all I have to say, <laughs> which is all that <laughs> yeah. he really does have to say with that one. Yep, Victoria and Halbert's. Uh, let's see, Tim Brooks, who goes by at Dad for Disney on Twitter, he chose Yasmin Steakhouse. Uh, wonderful steaks. Um, I've eaten there. Good steaks, absolutely. Next is Lost and, Hor- Lost and Found Horizons at Horizons 1983. Eight course off menu dinner with wine pairings at Artist Point for the Mrs. Birthday with a bottle of Dom chilling for us. Yeah, that sounds great. A perfect meal. The wife must have been extremely happy about that one. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And Jenna Morgan says the uh, fillet at Narcusi's, also um, the seasonal scallop dish, and her um, her favorite appetizer was uh, the bread service at Sanaa, uh, which is really really good. So I agree with that. Yeah, I love bread service at Sanaa. Uh, next is Child Centered Disney, who goes by Ad. At Kids Centered DIS on Twitter, the signature lunch they had at Yachtsman Steakhouse during Food and Wine 2013. They go on to say that that beat Victoria and Alberts, which those are some strong words. Uh, I won't deny it because I've never had it, but that's strong words right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Josh Taylor from 
which is at Modern Mouse Josh from Modern Mouse Radio. Hey, Josh. Uh, my favorite meals have always come from Kona Cafe. Good place. Yep. Andrea Robert says, um, I've never had a bad meal at Teppan Edo, um, but the white pizza at Via Napoli is better than the pizzas I had in Italy, which that is saying a lot. Sure <laughs> so I'm going to have to try that pizza next time I'm there. Yes, I like Via Napoli. Uh, next is Disney Whisperer, who goes by at Disney Whisperer. Uh, Beer Garden in Epcot. I really love German food and desserts. Uh, and they go on to say that they read that Beer Garden was originally planned as a boat ride, which is a true story. It'd be kind of uh, cool if it were that way. Yeah, but Beer Garden I mean, wasn't, but that space was going to be a boat ride, and then yeah. it became Beer Garden, I think. Next, Chris Bean, which is at Run Sasagul on Twitter. Vianopoli for the Quattro Fromage Pizza. The staff and the ambiance dining with my Italian wife didn't hurt either. <laughs> say that's in. Authentic experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Overall. Jesse Stevenson says, I had an amazing um, grilled ahi steak uh, at Fulton's Crab House. Um, that was that's one of the places we hadn't ever tried and was always on, you know, short list, but we just hadn't ever made it there. Yeah, I've never been there either. We, we came close, but didn't didn't end up going. Uh, next is Donald's other nephew at Stephen P one one seven, who says Liberty Tree has a nice laid back feel and the food is served family style, so it kind of feels like eating at your grandmom's. Hmm. I have yet to try it. Uh, next we have uh, Vero, who is at WDW Vero on Twitter. Ohana, the food, the drinks, the resort, the view, everything is perfect. I couldn't agree more. Love it. And then uh, we have Annie Clarf, um, is by at DJPHOB on Twitter. I think for Honeymoon, uh, Fantasmic Lunch, Mama Melrose, uh, food was great. The calamari uh, was great. One of the few Honeymoon extras uh, that we got was uh, champagne. Our waiter uh, was also fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, next is Mr. Fantastic, who goes by at Mr. Fantastic. Uh, Ohana, Lapu Lapu's, and family style dinner. Yes, please. <laughs> After <laughs> those Lapu Lapu's, I'm not sure if you can taste your dinner, but I'm sure it was probably good. Anyway. Uh, I, I can drink a few Lapu Lapu's and, and not <laughs> feel it. Next, we have Geo Disney. It goes by at Geo Disney. Yasmin Steakhouse for my anniversary. Amazing. They gave us a chocolate bar with the hotel printed on it. So magical. Man, how big was that chocolate bar? Yeah. The hotel was printed how on it. How big is that chocolate bar? <laughs> wow. Crazy. <laughs> the size of a resort. How did you get it home? How did you get it in the room? Yeah, I know. So many questions. All right. Without it melting. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's in the Florida heat. <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, at uh, at Exploring Jane, uh, Exploring Jane on Twitter, coffee rubbed pork chop at Kona. That sounds pretty stellar, actually. I'd like to try that. Yeah, the recipe um, is actually um, it's in the new um, cookbook uh, the parks released, and I bought it, and I want to try that one so bad. I just haven't yet. So, uh, hmm, well, that's cool. Yeah, let us know how it is. But stay posted. I'll probably do a like a blog article about it or something soon. Cool. Next, but not least, um, Daffy Stardust, that goes by Daffy Stardust on Twitter. 
Believe it or not, Restaurant Marrakesh continues to be my favorite. I was actually pleasantly surprised when we went to that restaurant a few years ago. Um, the food was really good. I enjoyed it. I wish the, the food portion was a little bit bigger, but the atmosphere was great. Food was good. The drinks were good. Uh, you know, I agree with you. It was a good good choice. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. It's, I have, too. It's just it's hard. That's when there's so many other choices at Epcot to eat at and tons of favorites it's hard to choose another place to eat but well yeah, it's hard to branch out when you have so we'll try something that you want to hit yeah all right any more those are the last ones i've got that's it yep that's the last of them all right well thank everybody for uh, the listeners for for giving us those ideas that's going to do it for this week uh, but first we want to thank our sponsor kingdom strollers Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Or leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Please like us on Facebook, check out our store at redbubble.com, and follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1MIN, Disney Dream, and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8, and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. So we just did the best meals that we've ever had. The best meal I've never had was... Uh, pulled pork cheer wine sandwich and wash that down with a cheer wine soda fountain drink. That would be like the perfect meal there at Disney World. I know we've mentioned that before, but come on now, cheer wine, get into Disney. Yeah, um, I agree. But I do too. It's like I think that Coke uh, has a stranglehold on Disney, though. But, but yeah, uh, I think so. But you know, there yeah, they've had a lot of money. Has to be. Uh, be some ways to smuggle it in or you know uh <laughs> or take it in somehow or stop at the uh what's that barbecue stand at <laughs> downtown disney if it's attached to the house of blues or oh yeah i don't know the name of it though whatever it is yeah. you can get yourself a pulled pork sandwich and and some smuggled in sheer wine <laughs> have yourself a fantastic meal that way too yeah true